Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to podcast 112. So last week's podcast was massively off the cuff. And I think I had more messages about last week's podcast than any others. So I kind of go into them knowing what the topic's going to be. So today's podcast title was actually going to be about being able to eat chocolate and still feel great. And I was like, ah... It's not a great title, Vix. Not a great title. Let's think about that one. So then I was like, do you know what? What mistakes do I see people make? And then I was like, boom, there's my title. The biggest mistakes I see on a daily basis. <coughs> I'm just going to add a huge apologies if I cough during this podcast. Somehow I've um, managed to catch another little lurgy, which I think we're all having to deal with at the moment. Um, so yeah, last week was one of my most, I had lots of messages about it saying it was one of their favorites. They loved how honest it was, how true it was. And yeah, so more off the cuff podcasts coming up. Um, so the biggest mistakes I see, so I've been in, I've been doing this for 21 years now. Like I see patterns occur all of the time. Like I see certain excuses, certain messages I can almost predict that will come into my inbox. Um, I can learn a lot about an inquiry from the first message they send me, their language, how they talk about how they're going to approach this journey, um, what their goals are, you know, all the language that they use. I get a really, really good insight into that person very quickly. Um, But some of the biggest mistakes I see, one of the biggest mistakes I see women make every single day is quitting too quickly. I see it all the time. It's infuriating. Like I'm super patient. I am. But I hate that women just won't give themselves enough time for this stuff to change. Like there's always this big penny drop or there's always this light bulb that happens, this big click that happens for women. Does it happen in the first three months? Usually not. Sometimes I get an absolute frigging badass of a woman who refuses to quit on herself and is so committed to feeling better within the first month, you know, they're not quitting and and we know it. Like we know that this is them for life. This is what they decided to do because the pain they felt before that month, the pain they felt being overweight, the pain they felt not being able to climb the stairs without being out of breath, the pain they felt without being able to run around 
in a field with their children, the pain they felt not being able to join in with um, certain things because they were overweight, like the pain they felt before they started was just unbearable. So actually the changes they get in the first month, like that, that is so life changing to them. Like there's no way they're quitting on it. They're like, there's no way I'm going back to feeling like I feel. But what I see happen is, you know, people start, not everybody takes my information, takes my toolbox and puts it into practice. You know, I get lots of women that go, oh, I'll do that next month. Or, oh, I haven't been doing that because I haven't got time. Or, oh, I'll add that bit next month because I haven't got time to do it this month. Or, oh, you know, they dabble. And the thing is, if you're going to dabble, then you have to accept that it's going to take time. And if you're going to come out of maybe a really, really terrible relationship with food and exercise, you have to understand that it's going to take time. So one of the biggest mistakes I see women make is quitting too soon. Another one, the grass is greener on the other side. My friend's been doing this diet and she's lost this much weight. Therefore, even though I'm doing really well at the moment, I'm going to switch over and do that instead. Fail epically and come back to you with my towel between my legs because, yeah, I see that happen all the time. I see that magpie effect happen all the time. Someone's doing this, so I'm going to go and do it. That person's going to that gym, so I'm going to go and do it. My friend wants me to come to this class. So even though you're telling me that I'm going to get better results doing what I'm doing right now, I'm going to go and do that. Blows my mind. Another one that blows my mind, that magpie effect. Just because someone else is doing it differently, it doesn't mean you have to do differently. Do you know what I mean? Like I could look at some of the personal trainers in my industry. I could look at some bodybuilders. I don't want to be a bodybuilder, but that person's doing it. So maybe I should go and do it too. No, like I'm in my lane. I know my path. I trust my path. I know what works for me and I stay in that lane. And I don't get sidetracked with what other people are doing. So sometimes you see this, I see this a lot in business as well, in with all my circle of business people. It's like, oh, just because someone else is doing something, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you the same way. So like, stop being a magpie, find your person, your God. I always say your God, um, because how I adopt a coach into my life. So um, if I decide to get some help with something and I employ someone to coach me to do something, they are God to me, right? Like what they tell me to do is what I will go and do. So I've been having some rehab on my shoulder recently and my osteopath, who's an amazing lady, by the way, um, she tells me what I need to do. So I go and do it. I don't listen to the 10 other osteopaths that are trying to tell me what to do. I listen to her because she's the one that I've employed as God to me that is telling me how I can get somewhere fast. And am I getting somewhere fast? Of course I am. Because number one, I'm doing exactly what she's telling me to do four times a day. And um, I'm regularly going to see her to manipulate and do all that stuff. And I am not taking any other advice from somebody else. I'm not going to see somebody else down the street because they just might have a better answer than her. Like, no, I trust her. She is my God. I go to her. She tells me what I need to do and I get better. So don't be 
drawn in by this magpie approach, like, oh, so-and-so's done this and she's done so well, therefore I'm going to do that too and fail because it's not me and it doesn't fit in my life and actually what I was doing anyway was working just fine. Another mistake that I find I see happen all the time is women just battling perfectionism every single day, like eating a piece of cake and then deciding that they're a failure and they have to quit. Um, you know, going on holiday and gaining a few pounds and deciding that it's too hard now and now I'm going to have to quit because I've ruined it all. Um, not exercising for a month because it's just not worked out. It's been busy, you know, like life's been busy. Um, and instead of dusting yourself off and getting back on, you just give up anyway. Like this is what I see all the time, like this battle with perfectionism, having to be so perfect that it's not maintainable, it's not sustainable, it's miserable, and therefore you quit. One of my biggest ethos is, you know, freedom. Like, what I want to provide for other people is what I have provided myself. And I've had to find these principles over 21 years. Like, I've had to work hard on myself to find the principles that I teach people today. I didn't get it from a textbook I didn't learn it at university. Like I learned the majority of my principles through experience. So from someone that's come from an eating disorder, a pretty challenging time with her relationship with food, exercise and herself. um, I most certainly was not a free person. I was trapped inside of a mental illness. I was trapped inside of a terrible relationship with food and exercise. I was trapped in a toxic thought process. I was trapped in this perfectionism cycle and overwhelm and overthinking. And I was that person, but I provided freedom for myself. And what I now want to do is help other women get that freedom because it's really cool. It's really amazing to just go out for dinner and eat what you want off the menu rather than having to download it before you go and see what you can, in inverted commas, eat. Like we want freedom in our life. We want to enjoy exercise, celebrate what our bodies can do rather than punish them for what it has eaten. We want to be able to go and have that ice cream at the beach with our children without feeling this horrible pit of guilt because, oh my God, I've swerved off my diet today. Like I want people to enjoy food. I want them to take this like viewpoint that that, tomato and red pepper soup that I've just eaten before I did this podcast is going to fuel their body to get to their next meal. It's going to fuel their body to be the best they can be on that day. It's going to make them more productive. It's going to, you know, finely tune their machine, which is what their body is. So freedom is something that I'm so passionate about. That word just defines what I want to provide for people. Um, the freedom to just enjoy life to the max in the best fucking body you can possibly be in. Don't get me wrong, aesthetics come into it. Who doesn't want a peachy butt? Who doesn't want a tiny waist? Who doesn't want to have those arms that you're like, when you see someone walking down the street and they've got really toned arms, I can't help but want to go and stroke them, you know? Like, I'm like, God, look at them arms. She's worked hard on those arms. She takes care of herself. Like, I want people to think that about me. I want people to see my body, see my arms, see what I do with my body and go, she takes care of herself. 
And that's what I want to teach other women to want to feel like. That's how I want it to be. So if you are battling with perfectionism every day, like let it go. Just think, how can I move myself forward today? Like, how can I move myself forward, even if it's by 1%? Oh, okay, I could probably do some steps. Ta-da, you've moved yourself forward by a percent. What can I do tomorrow that's going to move myself forward by a percent? Not eat shitty, sugary, disgusting, nutrition-free cereal for breakfast and, you know, eat some eggs and avocado for breakfast. Why not? One percent forward. What can I do to keep moving myself forward every single day? How can I do it without perfection? I would encourage people to mess up because that is inevitable. You have got to get used to messing up. Like messing up is probably one of the biggest parts of the journey. Being able to mess up and move on is like a huge part of your journey. If you can't mess up and move on, then you're going to mess up and quit over and over and over and over and over times 400 again which is what I see women do all the time. Going back to that first biggest mistake, quitting too easily. Like not being able to deal with failure, not being able to deal with messing up, not being able to deal with not being a perfectionist. Like being a perfectionist, by the way, is not a strength. It is not something I would look for when I employ someone. If I was to ever employ a team, a Vicky PT tribe team, wouldn't that be so cool? Um, the first thing I wouldn't be looking for is perfectionists because I don't want them in my team because they are so toxic and what they will only do is sabotage themselves every step of the way. So, you know, like I don't want perfectionism. I don't want something to look perfect before it goes out. I don't want to have this perfect podcast that I've spent four hours editing um, for you to not even notice that I've edited it and spent four hours perfecting it. Like I don't perfect any of these podcasts. Me 10 years ago probably wouldn't have put these podcasts out because they're not edited enough. If I coughed, I would have had to edit that out because it's not perfect. Um, if I had a cold and you could hear my snot, I probably would have not put that podcast out because it's not perfect. So stop seeing perfectionism as a strength because it is your weakness. And if you are that person that is a perfectionist over everything, can't deal with failure, can't possibly mess up because that just means you've, you've, you've failed, then your biggest job is to work on that number one weakness, which is perfectionism. And, you know, people used to say to me, being a perfectionist is a good thing. Like I want a perfectionist painter and decorator. I want a perfectionist plumber. I want a perfectionist electrician, but actually you can never, ever, ever do something perfectly. Nothing is perfect. So, you know, like let go of that thing. It's a big mistake I see women adopt on a daily basis is this perfectionism and having to go all in 100% all of the time, which kind of, this next one kind of is perfectionism, but you know, that all in or all out, like what's wrong with just being at 40%? Like what's wrong with just adopting 40% of, for example, the principles that I teach my members within my membership site What's wrong with just adopting them by 40%? What's wrong with that? Like, you're still going to move forward. 
Yeah, it might be slower. Who fucking cares? Hence why, like, I hate monthly memberships. Like, spoiler alert, like, I'm just going to tell you all that I hate it when people sign up monthly because I'm like, oh, I want these people for a year. Like, I want to take people on for a year. Like, because honestly, I think it takes one year plus for you to, for some women, they're going to see the most incredible changes in a year. But for others, like they're only just starting. Like it takes time to change habits of a lifetime. Like I want people under my wing for 10 years. I want to, I want to be that person that people go to when, you know, they take a different side, a different road. Like success is never linear. And I think I've posted pictures of this before. Like I want to be people's coaches for 10 years because I'm not just coaching people to exercise. I'm not just coaching people to eat well. Like that's a small part of it. A big part of it is having that support, having that person you can turn to, that mentor when you're like, okay, this shit has happened in my life. Um, Tell me what I need to do. Or this has happened in my life. I've broke my leg or I've torn the ligaments in my ankle. What do I do now? Like, so you've always got that person behind you or, you know, you're like, you're ready to level the hell up and you're like, I've been doing this and this for a year. Now I want to be even fucking better. So tell me what I've got to do now. Like I want to take people on for the long term. I love it. Like, so stop thinking that the journey is going to be short. Stop thinking that 90 days is enough. Stop thinking that the 30 days, you know, that you see out there on loads of influencer um, Instagram accounts, they're 30 days to change your life. They can't change your life in 30 days. Like, I would hold my hands up and say, I could drastically change your life in 30 days. But that promise to completely change your life and body in 30 days? No, it's going to take longer than that. So from the beginning, be clear and be honest with yourself that you're going to have to give this the long haul. You're going to have to fail. You're going to have to mess up. All of this stuff is going to have to happen for you to be able to achieve. 100% is not realistic. You cannot be 100%. You just can't but you also can't be 0% because 0% is just as bad as 100% because 0% keeps you stuck, keeps you going backwards towards that really pitiful health that you don't want to be in. And 100% may move you forward super fast. In two weeks, you may be like, Jesus, I am going to be an absolute goddess by Christmas. But it's so short-lived because you exhaust yourself, you burn yourself out, and then you can't do any more. So another mistake I see on a daily basis is um, this whole good food, bad food. I can't have chocolate. I can't eat cake. Um, I can't drink wine. Um, I can't go out to dinner because I'll mess up the, pl- the, the good stuff that I've done this week. Like all of this is bullshit. Like for you to mess up your progress, you would have to be in a category of a binge eater or one of those people that has a bad day and lets it spiral into seven. So going out and having dinner, you could go out and have a three course meal, for example, as long as you woke up the next day, did a bit of exercise, you know, burnt off all that food and drink that you've taken in the night before, as long as you do that, then 
got back on, started eating healthy again, there's no way that that one event is going to mess you up. But what I see women do, which is just like mind blowing to me, but I get it because I used to be the same, is they have a bad day and it spirals into seven. Or you do have the disorder of binge eating, which is where women will not allow themselves to have anything in their diet. And then when they've had enough of not having that thing, they eat so much of it that, you know, it makes them feel absolutely hideous and actually takes them backwards because now like that will spiral into days because a binge eating episode can take days, if not weeks to get over. So yeah, these are the big mistakes I see women make every day. I had to pause my podcast then because um, I had a delivery um, and I saw that the delivery van had come outside and I was like, I need to get that delivery because I knew it was my coffee delivery. So something, um, I'm going to do this in every podcast actually. I'm going to teach you something about me that you may, didn't, you may not have known. So coffee is like a massive passion for me. I absolutely love coffee. Um, and I drink one called Grumpy Mule. Yes, I am a grumpy mule unless I have my grumpy mule coffee. Um, and I always make my coffee in a cafetiere and the smell of it, I just love it. Of course, I don't have many a day and my tribe members be going, she has this many a day, um, but I love it. So anyway, had to pause my podcast Going back to the whole perfectionism thing, I could freak out that I've had to pause it and then come back in and talk about something else and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. This is an unedited podcast and I'm okay with that. Actually, I'm proud of that. So yes, the biggest mistakes I see women make are all of the things that I've talked about today. Like this whole perfectionism, like let it go. This magpie thing. Oh, so-and-so is doing something else. So maybe that will be better for me. Um, not having your favorite foods, going all in or being all out, not allowing yourself enough time to make these big habitual changes to get freedom. Like I see this happen so much. People are so hard on themselves and don't get me wrong. I am one of the hardest people on myself. I am so hard on myself, but in a healthy way, I want big things for myself and therefore I'm hard on myself to get it. But what I'm not hard on myself about is, you know, how fast this journey takes or how quick I get to somewhere or, and I categorically, you will never see me quit on something that I want ever, ever. And I think if you can take one thing from this podcast, have this rule with yourself because I have a rule with myself, like quitting isn't an option, like quitting is not an option. Like don't allow quitting to be an option. When the going gets tough, fine, step back a little bit, take the foot off the gas, take a bit of time out to breathe, but never fucking quit. Because honestly, it's the biggest mistake I see. Actually, I'm going to make that the biggest mistake. It's just how easy I see people quit. Don't make it easy. Do not be a quitter. Be someone that persists for their goals, goes hard on their goals, like wants them so much that they're not willing to stop until they get them. So I really hope this has helped today. I hope you've taken a lot from this podcast today. 
Um, any questions or anything you want to say to me or feedback from this podcast, let me know. But until next time, I'll catch you soon.